To be epic, you have to master the matrix of fundamentals. Let's take a shortcut to the summit. Welcome to Launch Code with Jennifer Jones. Okay, hello everybody. My name is Jennifer Jones. I am CEO and founder of Ignite and Launch. Welcome to Launch Code. For those of you that are unfamiliar with me, I started Launch Code about a year and a half ago to bring front and center to you in the flesh top earners across all network marketing companies. My goal here is to level up our entire industry, not so that you have to make a choice between corporate and network marketing, but so people can really see to cast the vision that this is a career choice. And personally for me, Wade, you have two girls, I have four. I don't want them to go into corporate America. I want them to be their own bosses forever. So I am the mother of four little dragons. I live in St. Louis, Missouri, married a Canadian guy, pharmaceutical rep for 20 years, kicked that career to the curb to do network marketing full-time and do fun as shit stuff like this. So you guys aren't here to hear from me. You are here to hear from Wade. So Wade, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining Launch Code. And I'm going to let you introduce yourself and give me a proper pronunciation of your last name because it gives me anxiety to say it. I've heard it a hundred times, but it makes me nervous. Who are you? I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. So grateful to be here. It's funny. I first connected with Jennifer on Instagram and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I saw her on LinkedIn. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman is legit. Like, who is this? Looking into Ignite and Launch. And we were talking about this this morning. She was like, yeah, you know, LinkedIn, I still don't really know fully how to use Instagram yet. But anyways, my name is Wade Critides. And I'm a proud girl dad to two. I have a one month old daughter downstairs. My, my wife is, she really loves being held by my wife pretty much all day. Sometimes she lets me hold her and a 20 month old. So two girls under two, that is like husband and girl dad to two is like my, are my highest titles. And I actually come from corporate America. I've segued into entrepreneurship and network marketing, only been in it for five years, which I feel like is a really short time, but it's been such an amazing growth journey and everything. I can share more about my story, but it's opened so many doors and, and, avenues for me to start other passion projects and do other things I'm passionate about. And I really look at network marketing is as the catalyst into entrepreneurship for me, because it is kind of that turnkey entrepreneurship. And my wife and I have been fortunate enough to build a big global business, an eight figure per year business, not income working on that, but overall sales, you know, with, with our team. And it just opened so many doors, so many relationships like this, so many connections. I love building community and connecting with people. I love people. So I love being here with you all, or if you're watching the recording, um, I'm here local in Colorado. I grew up in Boston. I moved to Orange County, California with my wife, was there for five years. She's born and raised there. And we were like, we're entrepreneurs, e-commerce. We could take our life anywhere. Where do we want to go? Like, let's explore. Let's go somewhere new. So we just picked up and moved to the Denver, Colorado area, the suburbs here. And it's been one of the best things for our business because you're out of your comfort zone. You're out of your routines. You got to go meet new people, create new networks, new community, new friends and everything. And like our business is exploding now, you know, five years in and just super excited about it. And I really am also on a mission to make network marketing sexy, like to make it professional, to make people realize like, oh yeah, let me take a look at that opportunity. It may be a fit for me. It may not, but why don't I take a look? And you know how Wade and Jennifer and probably anyone here, because you're investing in yourself approaches this. It's different. It's not maybe what I thought it was. Maybe I should take a look. Oh, this can be professional. This can be 
career. This can be. Wait, I shared with my team. I shared with my team a screenshot I grabbed from your IG. It was probably two weeks ago. So you're, you're, my team is Good Vibe Tribe. You're GVT famous. And it was your response to an inquiry about is this network marketing? Is this MLM? And you said something along the lines of, yeah, and da da da, but I'd love to share with you how it's so different from the multi level marketing or network marketing of decades ago. And we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I want to start. So first of all, your verbiage, you guys, it's all those nuances. It's all verbiage. It's wording. It's so much wording. You were a corporate guy. So take me back to being a corporate guy. And then I want to hear how you made the leap out of there. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. I love that. I love, you know, stories are everything, right? When you don't know what to share, share your story. People love stories more than your products or, you know, how how clean it is or how new it is or the IP on it or the ground floor, whatever. Honestly, people don't care about that. They want to hear your story. They love stories. So my story, I didn't grow up with a whole lot. I wasn't like dead, broke, poor, homeless, but I just didn't grow up with a lot. And so money was missing. Money was what I thought was missing. So I'm like, okay, that was a pain point in my life growing up. And I had a great loving childhood and family and we all have you know our things but that money was one thing that was kind of lacking so i grew up with lack mindset something i'm still working through to this day i've earned seven figures in my career in finance and in network marketing and i'm still working on on my money mindset and so i was like okay who makes money businessmen and i got to become a businessman okay i better get the grades I love sports. I'll get, let me work towards a scholarship and I got to go to business school. And that's what I did. I got a scholarship. I played football, went to business school, a school called Bentley University in the Boston area. And I got my master's degree in finance there. I'm like, okay, I better use this. I, I interned on in Wall Street. I was like, I did have enough vision and foresight to like look at the guys who are 40 and 50 and not dissing Wall Street at all, which just wasn't for me. And being like, they make a lot of money, but I don't want their life. And So this maybe isn't the track for me. I did Wall Street kind of in Boston, a little less aggressive, but I put my head down. I climbed the corporate ladder. I go, okay, when I make six figures, everything will be solved and everything will be great and perfect in my life. Did that actually pretty early on in my career. And I, you know, at one point I picked my head up and I was a VP of my finance firm and I'm like, huh. Okay, I got the sports car and the the penthouse and the the great job and on paper everything looks great and I was happy. I'm a positive happy guy. I didn't hate my job. I wasn't like just oh man, waking up hating going to work, but I'm like I feel like I'm made for more. Like I'm just kind of at a desk, you know, moving money around, doing things like making good money doing it, getting promoted and raises so I can buy more things and spend more money and like but I'm generally in the same place. And that that 5 year question, you know, when you hear that, it's like, if you keep doing what you're doing in five years, where will you be? And are you okay with that? I was like, I'm okay with it. We'll have a better title, better salary, better things, but I'll generally be in the same place. My soul wanted more fulfillment. And I think humans are like, that is our mission in life. Like the soul's always reaching for the highest version of itself. And I'm like, this isn't where I'm meant to impact people the most. So kind of get that itch, that bug, right? I didn't know about network marketing or anything of the sort, but I started to study people's lives and want to move to California. I'm like, okay, lifestyle freedom is what I want. I want to be a dad someday. I want to be present. I want to take the kids to practice and school and things, but I also want to build and I want to build something of my own where what the effort I put in, I get out of it and it, I can impact and leverage myself and make in all the things, all the things network marketing has to offer. I didn't know about it. 
And usually when it's, you know, the first time you see it, I didn't see it. My, my wife saw it first and, you know, she went through a healthy living program with our current company and he's it, with Arbon, everybody. I okay. Him. I didn't know if we were, yeah, I, mean, I didn't know if we were doing anything. Yeah, so, he's with Arbon. Yeah, we're, we're, just stop me right there, Wade. Like yeah. Arbon, how old? 43 years. And wow, what you and Sandy have done with it. So never think the company's too old. Never think yeah. it's too new. Never think it's any of those things. It's like, I see the energy you guys pumping in this company. I watched your national meeting. I'm like an Uber creep. I know you guys were on your couch. I was watching the meeting. I watched all the speakers. Um, anyway, I, so anyway, he's with Arbon. His wife joined first. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my wife joined first. Anyways, I basically going from corporate to entrepreneurship, I, I felt like I was made for more and I wanted more and I wanted a different life. And I knew if I wanted a different life with a level of life, self-freedom, I had to do things differently. I had to move different. Um, Jim Rohn says, for things to change, you have to make a change. I was like, if I just keep going, I'm just going to kind of settle for this life. And that's honestly my deepest fear is like settling for an average and mediocre life and being 90 and having my great grandchild on my knee on a rocking chair and being like, what was your life like, great grandpa? And being like, oh man, there's so many things I could have went for and I didn't. So I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Long story short, I got connected with a business coach, hired him on the spot. I'm like, teach me to start a business. What do you do? You're a business coach, life coach. Like, I could probably do that. Show me what you're doing. Right around the same time, my wife starts this 30-day program with Arbonne. She just wants to be a client. 10 days in, it starts to change her life and her health so much, she becomes a walking billboard, has an authentic testimonial. People are like, what are you doing? Your energy is great. She's like, you got to try this. You got to try that. I'm on this program referring her sister people. And her sister's like, Sandy, that's all this is. It's all this is. You refer people to things you use and love, whether it's healthy products or a business opportunity or a community. Or you person. refer people to things you use and love. Like this is not rocket science. We're not splitting atoms here, you guys. Mm-hmm. This, it is that simple. What that he just said. Now you're going to tell us exactly how y'all did it. But like yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it is that simple. It is that simple. And so she, you know, back and forth is like, oh, I have a real job. I'm a business broker. My husband's in finance, like no way. But she went to like a community event. It was super inspiring. She realized the community, her health is changing. She's already referring people. So one day I remember this, I'll never forget this day. It's like out of a movie scene. We're on a vacation in San Diego at Mission Bay. She pulls me, she comes home from this event. And you guys know network marketing events. It can really inspire you. You leave inspired, hopefully. And she pulls me out to the pool. She goes, babe, do you trust me? The sun's setting. I'm like, of course I do. She goes, I'm going to change our family's life forever. I'm like, that's amazing. How? And she goes, I want to do Arbon, but I want to take a look at it with you. She's a sharp business woman. She, she's born entrepreneur. Her whole life chasing something she could be passionate about versus I took the normal track of like corporate job, safety, security, grow there, all the things. Um, and she's like, let's look at it together. Let's get our questions answered. If you think it's smart, if I think it's smart, I'm going all in. So I remember looking at it, no preconceived notions, never been approached, no family members that did it weird at family reunions, trying to like get us all into something, like nothing like that. So I didn't have any negative stigma. I approached it pragmatically with my business mind. I'm like, babe, this is genius. This is turnkey entrepreneurship. You can start a business for hundreds of dollars. You know, in Arbonne's business model, there's no fees or minimums. It's like $99 a year to renew your website. You get a great discount on products we already use that everyone uses that's consumable. Um, 
It ships straight to our doorstep, so we'll save time. You get a great discount, we'll save money, and it's super clean. Like, these are all the things we want. Why wouldn't we do this for ourselves? Like, even if you never sold a thing. And she goes, but I'm I'm going to. And so we started to become products of the products. I did the 30 days with her. Long story longer, I'm like, this is amazing for you. Because our bond was like 90 plus percent women. I didn't see people like me, you know, a straight male in finance. I'd been around football, finance, men my whole life. I'm like, no, this is amazing, but it's for you. And it took me six months of watching her grow in her health and her leadership community, her paychecks. Our story is not typical, but like three months in, she was just on fire, loved it, shared with everyone and replaced a six-figure income and left her business brokerage job she hated. And I'm like supporting her and helping her get clients and everything the whole way, but not partnered with her. Whole time, she's like, you're my number one dream teamer. And so it took me six months. I was scared. I'm like, this is great, but I don't see it for me. I was scared because I was a guy. There wasn't a lot of people like me, but what I was so afraid of, I turned into like, wait, this is the reason I got to do it because we would represent as a couple way stronger. People are going to relate with me who don't relate with her and vice versa. And what if I can be a trailblazer for other men who, or, or other people in finance or corporate America who relate to my story. And so that was four and a half years ago. And a year later, you know, I put my head down. I'll share some of the details, but uh, I was working full-time in finance, like 50, 60 hour weeks, and then moonlighting after hours, working the passion project, the entrepreneurship, the Arbonne opportunity. And it was busy. It was crazy, but I had a vision for where we were going. I'm like, this is a vehicle that can get me to the life that I want. I'm going to work it. And so it was a chapter and a season of like crazy, but I knew where I was going. So it was fun. I look back and almost relish on those moments. A year later, we promoted the top of the company. I left my finance career. I actually ended up starting, like our business was able to provide us, you know, capital where we could invest. So I started my own real estate and venture capital firm because I wanted to be in finance. And we started a few other ventures, podcasts, all sorts of things. But that is kind of a long story longer, my story. No, it's so good. Wait, I'm going to dissect so many things. I've been taking notes on my my phone. But you guys, we talk about in network marketing, it's not just the 200, the 500, the 5,000, the 20,000 you make at your company. It's what you do with that money and the autonomy, the freedom that it gives you. So for him, he was able to go launch another business doing what he loved in addition to. It's not this or that. More is more, right? More is more. And I say all the time when people are like, oh, but you don't really own that company. I'm like, yeah, I don't own my wine company. I don't own my collagen company, but because of those companies, I now own real estate. I now own my own company where I am the CEO, CFO, CCO, all the things, right? So you guys, it's about vision casting, whether this $200 you make, $2,000 you make, $20,000 you make is to pay for groceries or pay for your mortgage or what if it is more because you're made for more. It's not just extra for the extras. It could be so much more. So let's go back to moonlighting at Arbonne, working hand in hand with Sandy. So I know you're big on Instagram way, but I also know that's not the only way you did it. I want to dive into your podcast, which you guys is absolute fire getting magnetic with Sandy and Wade. I stayed up way too late last night listening to all these because they're too good getting magnetic with Sandy and Wade, but that that's not how you launched either. So like you did the 30 days, but now what, like, do you give samples to your neighbors? Like, what do you do? Good question. Good question. Yeah, I actually didn't have Instagram when I started my urban business. I started my Instagram wellness with Wade. And my first posts were 
hilarious to go back and look at. I actually need to make a, a real a video, a short clip video of like, hey, look where I started. Like everyone's like, oh, well, you use Instagram now and you're good at it. Also, Instagram is and social media is an amazing tool, but that's what it is, a tool. This is always a people belly to belly business, or even if it's, you know, face to face over Zoom, it's like getting to know people. Honestly, I think I use social media as like a platform and a preface. So when I have the conversations, when I go connect with people, they see my life, they know what I'm all about, they know my brand. But it doesn't necessarily just have people every day, I wish coming to me like, hey, saw your post, I want to join your business. Like, that's the goal. I'm working towards it. But that doesn't necessarily happen. You have to get Choose your heart, get so good at attraction marketing online or pay lots of money to build whatever things to help bring people to you. Choose that heart or choose the heart of like, let me go to start with my warm network and go from there. So when we started, yeah, first became products of the product, had our own authentic testimonial. Cause now I don't sell our 30 days. I share my testimonial, what it's done for me. Now what I've helped hundreds and hundreds of clients do, I share testimonials. I share real world experience and I'm a product of the product. Yes. So it's more sharing that than it is like me trying to sell something to them. If I, I would be trying to sell you like some tech, right? Like if I was a tech salesman, I'm cold calling you like, Hey, buy this, buy this. I'm like, no, oh my gosh, you, I've been living on this 30 day program. A bunch of friends doing it too. You want to join our accountability group? These are the benefits we've gotten from so sharing it. But from there, Sandy just like, our business, like talk to 30 or 40 people in your first month and have them share the full Arbonne story with them. She was like, what if I just multiply that? So she just multiplied activity. She just talked to hundreds of people in her first months. And that's what's enabled her in 90 days to go create a six figure income and beyond and go to the third or four levels in our company. And so, you know, the business is part magic, part math, right? Do you hear Jennifer, right? No wonder she's successful. She's building me up. She's empowering me. She's energetic about it. She's excited about it. It's like people don't buy our products or join our business for the opportunity or the products as much as they buy us. They buy our brand. They trust that we can either help them get their solve one of their pain points or we're connected to someone. When we're just starting, we 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 may be just a connector to our upline. But so it's either like we can help them, and that's where why people join you. People join me because they trust me. My brand is health and business. And then, of course, family, girl, dad, husband, all the things. Um, but they're like, Wade can help me either leave my job in corporate America or lose 10 pounds or be my healthiest self or join a community where I'm growing and I'm learning and all the things. So how can you help people? What is your brand? But what we did in the beginning, first, it was her. So then when I started six months in, I had watched her the whole time and she was almost my mentor a little bit, even though it's kind of hard to take advice from your spouse. I bet she, I bet she loves that way. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, tell me what to do. She goes, you got to launch your business. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to build this business like in living rooms. She goes, that's fine, but you still have to do it. And I was like, oh, so I had to launch myself, even though we were partnered. So I launched, I followed the steps, you know, your, your upline likely has a recipe for success. That's duplication. That's network marketing. It's not like going to reinvent the wheel and do your own thing. So it's like, okay, if I want to make the cake or be successful or get the result, I got to follow the recipe. You wouldn't get a cake recipe and be like, I'm going to leave out the sugar. I'm not going to do events or I'm not going to show up online or I'm not going to do this. It's like, oh, here's the recipe. Here's the getting started. Here's the roadmap, the blueprint of success. Okay. I just got to follow it. If I want to go faster, I just got to multiply it. 
So that's what we, we did, just multiplied it. Of course, we started with our warm network. And what you realize is it wasn't our closest friends and family joining us. It was it was acquaintances. It was arm's length. But everywhere we go, every day, we look to meet new people. We're not hunting people ever. We just show up as authentic us. We try to show up as people that people want to be around. And we connect with people. We ask about them. We go create networks. We go create community. And we do community events and all, all sorts of things. So at that point in our business, it was pre-pandemic. And it was, you know, social media was there, but it wasn't as hot as it is today. I would honestly get off work. I worked East Coast hours on the West Coast. So I'd work like 5 a.m. to like 3 or 4 p.m. And I would be launching people and doing events every night. And that was just because we were talking to people. We were offering it. It was a hot, it was a 2018 to 2020 was like a booming in all of network marketing. So we were riding that wave and we were just in momentum and we were ignorant and didn't know any better. And we were just sharing with everyone. And my story was like, I'm working full-time on my job, but I'm working part-time on my passion. And my passion's starting to catch up with the income from my job. And it's like Jim Rohn. I think I heard this from him yeah. too. Would you want to take a look at this? Like, why wouldn't people want to take a look at that? And then all of a sudden, but but yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning in network marketing and entrepreneurship, you have to give up this concept of being cool. You have to be so vulnerable, right? You got to launch a business. You got to put yourself out there. Online entrepreneurship looks so cool. And it can be that, but in the beginning, you sacrifice being cool. You sacrifice social capital, going out as much because you're working on your passions. You're working on your business. Like I was so disciplined. I would work my job. I would go to events. I would hopefully slip a workout in and I sacrifice a lot of things. And people didn't understand. They're like, you're going from Wall Street to network Arbonne with like 90% women. And like, what? Like I had to sacrifice so much social capital, but I didn't care when you know who you are and you know what you want and you're going towards it. You just become on fire. And when you set yourself on fire, people are going to watch and they might just be watching, but they may want to get involved. Make yourself an unstoppable train where you know you're, where you're going. And it's like, I better get on that train or I'm getting left at the station. So we just multiplied talking to a lot of people and it was mostly belly to belly. It was not Instagram. We documented things on Instagram, but it was honestly mostly building networks, community, belly to belly. Yeah, and I see your events on Instagram, Wade. Let me tell you a little bit about Wade's Instagram. Wait, how do we follow you? We'll get to this at the end, but y'all. Um, my Instagram handles at wellness with Wade. Okay. So um, they do a lot of events and they just moved to a new town and they had like a picnic in their backyard. It wasn't for Arbonne. It's because they're humans. They invited the neighbors over to chit chat because they're humans. It's not like, hey, try my, you know, whatever you have. It's just being a human. I see them doing events belly to belly, but I also see the social proof all over your Instagram and your Facebook way, which I think is so important. So you guys, we can lead with in-person, but they're always going to Google you. Or for me, with the most common name in America, when they Google Jennifer Jones, there's like an X-rated lady that comes up a lot of the times. That is not me. So you guys, the social proof still matters. However, you guys, the belly to belly is so real. And I love that way how you're like, I Instagram wasn't even a big thing back then because people think, oh, well, if you're not Instagram famous, you can't be successful. Au contraire, mon frere. I have a number of guys specifically that join my business. They only have LinkedIn or Twitter or maybe now threads. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring up the male things. I know a lot of us are in the wine business, the wine and coffee business. I get questions from men all the time huh, it's all women in your pictures. It's all women in your pictures. I'm like, well, first of all, I need to do a better job of taking pictures of the guys because yeah. there's lines, there's lines. But it's 
interesting because I was in med device and pharma, male dominant, and a lot of network marketing, Wade, maybe not your company, but a lot of it is male dominant. Yeah. It's just these certain companies that may look like it's women or maybe it is. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? You kind of touched on it, but it had to yes. be like, I got to show, I'm, I'm the guy in the room, right? right? So how does that work? So I realized, and how I actually recruit guys now is it's a particular guy in my company. Yeah. In a company with a more male oriented product or a service or a financial service or something, we see it's, it is more guys in a female, more oriented product, you know, maybe a wine or an Arbonne like health and wellness and skincare. It might be more female, but how I do now is like, I almost use the weakness as a strength. The minority as a strength is like, Hey, this is for a guy who's confident in himself and who's actually okay with being around. Like you're going to be one out of 10 in the room. You're going to be in the 10%. And so you're going to be unique and you're going to stand out. So you got to be okay with that, but it can actually be one of your biggest strengths. And I believe you have a lot greater opportunity because you're going to stand out. And guess what also doesn't hurt when you're in the trips, you go to Vegas for the conference, you kind of, especially as you grow in the company, become this kind of rock star. So if I can tell they're egocentric, which most people are, and probably more men, I sort of stroke that a little bit. Like you got to understand people. I always go to people asking questions, understand them, read them, read the room, and then like give them what they want. Right. And so whether maybe that's just asking questions and letting them talk about them the whole time. And they're like, wow, I love weight. I'm like, they know nothing about me, but that's okay. So I use it as this tool where like you can be unique it the passive you know guy who doesn't want to be around mostly women and just wants to fit in like probably it's not a right opportunity for you that doesn't mean you can't love the products or be a part of the community or organically do it or do it as an affiliate but it's probably for the guy who does want to stand out and doesn't want to be in the 10% and be unique and be whatever so I use that so my guy team is actually now growing a ton right now and it's actually like athletes fitness influencers what I'm, my target now is like, Hey, are you into health and wellness? And do you show up online? Take a look at this opportunity. And guys are like, Oh yeah. And then I'm like, Hey, do you want to be unique? Do you want to go to the Bahamas with me? And like mostly healthy fit women that are like growth minded. They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll show you how to earn it. Let's go. Anyway. So use that as a tool, use it in the wine and coffee business. Like be like, Hey, guess what? Yeah. I've learned a lot from women and I'm humble enough to know, like I've learned a lot from men in leadership growing up and women lead very different and I'm generalizing. But I've learned a ton, but it's really cool. Let me tell you to be around like 90% women. We learn from them, but it's also really cool. And you're going to stand out and it's just going to help you. It's an opportunity for you. Anyway, so that's kind of how I did it. And But I had this limiting belief that I couldn't help guys be successful in the business. Like I'm like, oh, I'm different. And I'm partnered with my wife and it is mostly women. So I didn't even think about guys for a while. But now I'm back on it. And like there's a, a big growing guy team of like, athlete, like men's men in an Arbonne business, which is really cool to see. And don't you have a guy's coaching group or something? I'm going to really make you nervous now because I did some digging on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've done, you know, a lot of guys have reached out to me and been like, hey, will you coach me? And it's not something I've, I've really noticed when you become successful a little bit, a lot of people will reach out to you. And then like, all of a sudden it distracts you. And at one point I had like five businesses, like I Arbonne has always been the main thing. Our investment company, podcast, this other journal business for network marketers that we ended up selling. Um, 
and maybe and a coaching business. And I'm like, this is like, I'm doing good at all of them. I want to be great. I want to be elite and excellent. So I don't do it as much anymore. But here in Denver, like I'm starting, it's funny, I was trying to toy with the name. Next week, we're starting the Mile High Men's Club, where I'm just going to create community of guys. My wife's like, there's a super sexual connotation there. Are you guys going to go like hike and and do weird things together? I'm like, no, no, gosh. But I'm just, I go create community. And I aim to be a person that people want to be around. Or some of my teammates are introverted, where it's like, let's partner together, introduce people or places or communities that you want to be around, whether it's online or offline. We just started a high vibe club, a VIP group for all our clients in our where they get in for free. It's a Facebook group and we go live every morning at 8 a.m. Pacific and do yoga or a hit workout or meditation or breath work or, you know, some value add, right? So I just say- Okay, to- guys, listen to what he's telling. Wait, you're not, you're like, this is coming off your tongue. You don't realize how good this is. This is so good. There's people in all different businesses watching this. So it might be athleisure. It might be- yeah nails and hair, whatever. Listen to what he just said. And I saw the high vibe club and I was kind of like, how do I get in that? And he made me curious. He made me curious, but that's like, you said a client club, a customer club where he provides value to them every day, every week, every what, like how many of us are doing some of you guys are, but we could all get better at that. That is that's yes. part of the nurture series too, whether it's a client, customer, potential consultant, that part of that nurture series. So wait, you don't so have to do it awesome. alone either. You don't have to do it alone. If I had to do high vibe club alone, I wouldn't do it. It took other leaders and me. It took me only having to go live in it twice a month. And it but we do it every day. And so I'll say in the beginning, yes, create intrigue. But if you wait for people to come to you and it's all intrigue, unless you have massive influence on and or offline coming in, it's that's going to be a very slow burn. So you do have to go to people. You have to go reach out. You have to go connect. You have to go add value online, offline, both, preferably both. And so in the beginning, it was all us going to people. Now we've learned a lot about sales and marketing and people and leadership, and we know how to create intrigue. Now, I still go to people often, and that's mainly how I recruit, but a lot of it is they watching, they're seeing, they know there's a preface, there's a foundation. So when I go to them, there's this foundation and it's like, okay, they're interested and I'm able to ask the right questions or get on a call and ultimately enroll or recruit them. But yeah, hi, the uh, you know, creating a, adding value to your clients. So many of us just sign someone up and we're like, yes, the dopamine hit, I signed someone up. And then we kind of yes. like- push them off into a group or something like, no, the nurture your clients. They're going to be probably your best consultants. That's your best opportunity to get a, a business builder. And you got to nurture that relationship and they're going to be your best referral source. And so you it's have like, to make it look easy, which is exactly yeah. what you do. You make it look easy. You make it look so easy, Wade. Sometimes you don't even wear a shirt to do yeah, the video. No. I have a shirt on right now. Part of my brand is shirtless girl dad. So it's awesome. a really good dad shirt, but I put a shirt on for you guys. Okay. We'll move to branding, Wade. I just want to, we'll wrap up in about five minutes, but I could talk to you for days. Okay. Going back to the podcast, I listened to the most recent one. They're all amazing. The, honestly, the au pair one was my favorite, but. <laughs> That's everyone's okay. favorite. So I know you said it got like 10, that whatever. So why did you start the podcast? Do we need a podcast? What have you gotten from the podcast? Good question. We didn't start anything until we went to the top of our company, the top 1%. And we had reached the lifestyle, the goal, the mission, everything that we had set out to do. And then we set new goals. So everything was laser, tunnel vision, tunnel focus 
until we got to that point. And then it was like, let's start the investment company. Let's start the podcast. Podcast said it had been in my heart for a year or two before we started it. And what I realized is it was something to build the personal brand. In network marketing, we're building a business within that company and umbrella, and we don't have control if they go out of business or not or whatever. That's why you know it's important to be with a business you think is going to last. You don't want to go rebuild. But it also isn't our business. It is, but it isn't. So I think building a personal brand is very important and, and more valuable overall, because now I feel like I could go launch anything and as long as it would add value to people, I think people would be interested in it. But I realize that people will listen to me for 20, 30, 40 minutes. Like I'm going to have their ear. I'm going to have their attention. Attention is, is currency these days. Like that's what marketing is. Attention on Instagram. It's 15 seconds at a time. Attention wherever on LinkedIn, attention on a podcast. So I would wait until you've built to where you want to go and then do it. Because also I see people launching podcasts and they're just getting started and they, you know, got to start somewhere, but it's like, you know, you've seven people a week listening to you versus when you make it to the top of your company or something, all of a sudden it broadens your horizon and network and your brand. So we started to really build our personal brand. And now if I want to go do a men's retreat, or I want to go do a couple's retreat or launch something or be like, Hey, I have this investment opportunity. Boom. There's thousands of people like who listen to us for an hour or so every week. And that, that is really cool. Um, but it's something we haven't even monetized. Like it costs us money to do a podcast. And so don't think you're going to get in and monetize a podcast. Ed Milet, yes. But it's more you're funneling people into you and what you have to offer, whether that's your network marketing business or beyond. And um, if you guys want, Pia has a really good question in comments. Wait, I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to preface yeah. it. Do you guys want info on starting a podcast? They literally break it down in this podcast that they just released, like how they partnered with the guy, what he does. Is he the upstart guy? What, what company? Yeah, upstarter pods, okay. yeah. Okay, but Pia asked a really great, great question. So I joke that I am a professional podcast guest, okay? I do not have a podcast. This is a, a form of video, blah, blah, blah. This will live forever on YouTube, right, Wade? But like, yeah. I'm always the guest. And she's asking about how basically like to get booked on a podcast. Yep. So I, did you have Marina Worry on or were you on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was, I listened to that one before I knew who you were even. Nice. So how are you getting booked or booking? Can you help us understand that? Good question. We haven't worked as hard in getting booked, but I think that is genius because you can leverage other people's audiences immediately. So a few things you would need to do that. You need a compelling story because you're basically going to need to pitch yourself on why you deserve to be on it. What I would do is more create a relationship first online, be like, oh my gosh, I was listening to your podcast. Like go add value to them in some ways. Like I should recommend you to someone or whatever. And then, you know, there might be a moment be like, by the way, I have a, you know, my, my story is this is it high level. Like I'd love to have a conversation with you on your podcast. You got to pitch yourself. You got to ask, or you can hire a PR firm or something, but of course that's money. People do hire PR. I don't have, yeah. I don't, but you guys, that is a thing. So don't think that it happens magically for some. <laughs> oh yeah. If I were to start a health and wellness product business, my own, I would immediately go on a huge podcast tour because it's just hitting people's networks and it's, people spending, you know, that 30, 45 minutes with you so that you build that know, like, and trust. It's an amazing tool. Um, and yeah, that would probably be hiring a PR firm. I'd also go to Instagram influencers and all the things and affiliates. You guys, affiliate and influencer marketing is genius for the company. 
That's why network marketing is so brilliant. You can build your own client base, residuals, passive. You can leverage yourself. Having an affiliate link is more of like a flex. It's like, oh, look, I'm ambassador of this brand. Like, unless you're massive, you don't really make money doing it. It's it's so that's where I'm using a lot of that to recruit affiliates right now into my business. I'm like, hey, that's great. What if you add this to your portfolio? I could help you build a residual client base, like passive income, like more than the first click, yada, yada. But besides the point, I think when it's, you know, in starting your own podcast, it allows you to reach further. It allows you to be like, hey, I have this network. I'd love to have you on to share your story. You empower them. You make it all about them. You ask them. People love talking about themselves. So it allows you to reach a little higher and be like, hey, I have this podcast. I'd love to have you on. I And be specific. I'd love to have you on for this reason. I love your story about that. Or I love this part of your story. But what hey, about this, Wayne? What about this? For those that are on this call or watching that don't, they're not at the top, whatever, which again, yeah. a lot of that, I know people say they hate it, fake it till you make it. But I'm like, hey, perception is reality. And if I make it look good, it's good, honey. Okay. So there's that. But like Mike is on the call. He and I are going to do a LinkedIn live tomorrow. He's one of my new consultants. So you guys, maybe it's not a podcast, but maybe you jump on Instagram live with a colleague or an upline or someone in another company and do a 10 minute LinkedIn live or a Facebook yeah. live. Wait, don't you think that's a good idea just to get? 100%. Yeah. That's where you start. You start going live with your upline and you don't have a story yet. So what do you share? Your upline probably should ask you like, hey, why'd you start? Hey, what's your vision? What are you moving towards? What have you gotten already out of this being a week or two in? You don't have the story, the testimonial. I made it to the top. I retired from corporate America, but people will trust your vision. They'll trust your why. Be vulnerable. They want to hear, why are you doing this? Be like, honestly, I freaking miss my kids. I want to be home with them. Like I'm grinding for my HVAC company that I work for. And like it pays the bills, but I just really want to be home with them. And so I've realized I found something, this opportunity where I can work at this and this can get me home with them and they can help me. I'll get home with them if I can help a lot of people. So I'm looking for other people like me. And it's asking the question. So everyone asks like, oh my gosh, how'd you get Daniel G to come to a training for, I asked him, how did I get Wade to come talk with us today? I asked him, Wade didn't know me from Adam a month ago. But I, I was in the DMs consistently. And in fact, I asked, you blew me off. You said you didn't see, no. But then right, I, followed I, gotta look and I followed up again. So like, you guys, seriously, like it's just having Follow the conversation. professional. When I, when I saw, I think you followed up. I'm like, oh, I'm dealing with a professional here. Let me like look into her. And I started looking and researching Instagram. She's not famous. LinkedIn, she's famous. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start studying her on LinkedIn. I It's an underutilized tool. I don't use. I'm going to be like, what is she doing? How I'll she send you my training. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm always oh, no. But you guys just have the conversation. Show up as a human in the DM. I'm not against, um, you know, the the voice texts, you know, yeah. in DMs either. They can feel your energy. Wade did a whole podcast about the au pair's energy, which by the way, do you have a new au pair or no? You have a new au pair. She's amazing. Okay, you guys got to go listen to this story. It's like better than days of our lives. Okay. <laughs> we, we will wrap up, but please tell us how we can find you on all platforms. And then I'm going to ask you for one piece of advice for someone who's just starting out in network marketing. Oh my gosh. So where we find um, mainly the best place to connect with me is on Instagram at wellness with Wade, which we mentioned, or on our podcast, we released, we used to do two a week and then we had a baby. We're like, let's do one a week, one episode a week on Wednesdays. One just dropped today on my wife's brick and mortar experience and how much she appreciates being an e-commerce entrepreneur in network marketing now. Anyways, Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade's our podcast. 
And then from there, we have sandyandwade.com that shows kind of all the things we do. I haven't updated it in a while, but those are kind of the best spots. You'll, through Instagram, you'll find me everywhere else, basically. We'll find you everywhere. And we're about to see more of you on LinkedIn. I have a feeling, Wade. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's right. Um, after he saw my business, Curious People, he's like, holy cow, I'm like, it's LinkedIn. I'll help you. Okay, piece of advice, whether we are just starting or maybe we're not where we want to be, Wade, you know, 2021, 2020, it was so fly. We couldn't keep up with the business. That's network marketing. That, I, that had to be our bond too, right? Mm-hmm. Things yeah. are kind of resetting now. There's a settling down, like, whether we're new or just getting started, like, what do we do? How do we stay? Oh man, that's, that's a a really good question. There's, there's a lot of good answers. I think my big thing is vision. And I think vision is the genesis of all greatness. You want to be great. You need vision because I realize most people in life, most people in our life, most of our network, we rely on sight, right? We need to see something to believe it. Leaders which joining network marketing is the first step, but it's not the answer. Becoming a leader within network marketing is the answer. And that's, you know, personal growth, plugging in, doing the do, being in the marketplace, doing the activity, et cetera. There's nothing, there's no better antidote to like lack or feeling stuck than activity. You just got to get into activity, but being a visionary. And so having cultivate, create a crystal clear vision for the life you want and start to move towards it. And don't be afraid to share that vision because the more confident you get in that vision, the more that vision becomes like a a dream and a pipe dream into that's possible, into if I keep working, that's probable, into, okay, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, success in this vision is inevitable. And that's through the work, of course, but also people are attracted to vision and to leaders and to visionary. People are going to join you for your vision because they might be able to, and your vision, Ed Milet, needs to be so big that other people's vision can fit inside of that. Your team's vision needs to actually fit inside yours. A new recruit needs to fit inside. Whoa, you have that vision? Like, whoa, what if I could just make an extra 5,000 a month like to pay my bills and mortgage and everything or go on a vacation or whatever, you know? So I think get crystal clear in your vision and just get super excited for it and get excited for life and towards waking up and moving towards that every day. Because the opportunity, the vehicle you're in can deliver you to that vision. Most people's jobs actually can't deliver them to that big vision. This opportunity can. It's hard work. It's network marketing, of course. But cultivate, create that crystal clear vision and emit that energy. So people like feel that and they're like, whoa, they're going to be attracted to your energy and, and your vision. Yeah, wait, I have yacht energy. I make yeah. no bones about it. This is yacht, yacht energy. energy. Daniel G has private jet energy. I have yep. yacht energy. Uh, Wade, thank you. Thank you for this 45 minutes. You guys follow him on social. Give him some love. Uh, let's tag him, share all the things. Download Getting Magnetic, you guys. It's hysterical, amazing, and so educational. You really do serve. And I want to make sure I say thank you to Sandy too. So thank you to you to Sandy and congratulations on the new little one. And we'll see you. you. See you guys. I'm going to smash a defibrillator onto your business. If you aren't exactly where you want to be in your direct selling company, something needs to drastically change. If you've been consistent and still haven't crushed top rank, I want to burn the entire metropolis you've created and build it back differently. Join me at igniteandlaunch.com. If any of this is resonating with you, Make sure you join us over at Ignite and Launch Society. Want to get to know me better? I'm Jennifer Schultz-Jones across all social media channels and, of course, my favorite, LinkedIn. 
Want more information on anything we talked about today? Click the link in the show notes. If this brought you any value, please rate and review on Apple or Spotify. See you next time.